Whoa. Talk about production values, John. My gosh. Another episode. Episode seven of Two Noobs Talking. My name's Matt. My buddy, John. John, how you doing, man? What's up, man? You like that little intro? It's amazing. I mean, the production values just keep going up and up and up, man. It's just amazing. You know, we must be doing something right. I don't know. We're trying. We're trying. That's for sure. So we got a lot on the docket uh, today. Um, you know, we're going to be talking, obviously, day after Thanksgiving. You know, big holiday here in the country. Uh, we'll be sharing some of our thoughts on the holiday. And then, of course, we got some great, great news to talk uh, with in regards to the pandemic and Moderna and Pfizer and the work they've done. We're going to go a little deep dive into what the messenger RNA or mRNA is all about. And then we're going to go into something John found, a, a Veterans Memorial in Arizona. We'll talk a little bit about Veterans Day as well. And then we'll finish off with some living grin talk, which I think is just going to be just tremendous, both near and dear to John's hearts and mine as well. So, John, let's talk Thanksgiving, man. First uh, of all, how was it for you and, uh, and your family? Oh, um, you know, it was Thanksgiving. Uh, it was the first time that me and my wife actually got a chance to cook which is a good story in itself. Like we didn't want to do it last year. You know, we were just, you know, newly moved and everything, newly married, newly moved. Like there was so much going on. It was like, let's just make a ham and you know, it's a normal day. Yeah. So it was the first time that we actually did Thanksgiving and it was probably, it, it, this is going to go down as like one of the moments in my life that just made me, I was happy all day. Yeah. You couldn't, you couldn't like take the smile off my face. Just, yeah. It was just, it was good food. It was good. Yeah. It was just good. Like, I would have loved to have been back in PA with my family, but, you know, mm -hmm. some, some things you can't do. Yeah. But no, it was awesome. I had so much fun. I also had a bunch of fun texting with a bunch of friends, just mm -hmm. wishing them Thanksgiving, seeing everybody, you know. Yeah, one of, one of them was your co-host on this show. Bye. Yes, Thank yes. you very much. <laughs> Yeah. But just, just being so thankful, like, for everything. Like, yesterday was so awesome and just just amazing. Yeah. Um, I actually stayed up late, uh, late in the night talking to a friend of mine about the podcast and about life in general. And it was really cool. It was just it's, everything flowed. It was just beautiful. Oh, it was so much. I had so much fun on Thanksgiving. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, for me, it was, uh, you know, much the same. It was very, uh, very subdued here, uh, you know, mostly in the beginning. I actually uh, traditionally have made a, uh, some biscuits, actually, and from City Tavern in Philadelphia. Unfortunately, they're closed now uh, due to the pandemic. They just haven't gotten any visitors. But about, I think it was um, 10 or 15 years ago, they issued, uh, the, the head chef there, Walter Staub, had, created a city tavern cookbook and in it he has all these old recipes um you know that he's built over the years there and one of them was uh, sweet potato biscuits uh they're thomas jefferson sweet potato biscuits has a little bit of pecan in it sweet potatoes of course and a little bit of assorted other things so i made those and brought them to the dinner uh with my family and uh, we just it was business as usual for us we didn't do anything out of the ordinary we kept you know, we made sure that we were socially distant, of course, in the middle of this pandemic. We had to be careful, but we weren't intimidated. You know, we were, we all got together and we were all, you know, I was just the normal three hour 
hey, what are you up to? Oh, I'm doing good. All that kind of stuff. We're all catching up. And it was great. I mean, it's just typical, just absolutely typical, wonderful holiday to be with uh, family. You got a chance to talk with my brother-in-law and my sister. And I mean, they're two great people. I could go on and on about both of those two. Absolutely. absolutely. You know, but so let's, let's, let's do a little, let's do a little nap. What are three things you're thankful for? Oh, gosh. Uh, one would have to be living here for sure. Um, I've been living in this condo for 14 years. It's just so hard to believe I moved in here in 2006. And, uh, and just have been so blessed to wake up every morning and, you know, you look out and there's this beautiful courtyard with a couple of bridges, you know, kind of running through it. It's just, it's fantastic. I just absolutely love it. Uh, it's a great spot. Um, close to home, close to church, uh, close to work, all that kind of stuff. So it's like, a, it's ideally, I'm my daily place. It's like, I'm really thankful for that. Definitely thankful for the parents, thankful for the family. Uh, and I guess the third thing really is just, uh, just blessed to be, you know, with blessed with good health and a good job. You know, it, that seems to be a rarity now, uh, right now, but, um, you know, and a lot of people aren't that and my heart definitely goes out to people like that that have had their jobs taken away because of this pandemic Absolutely. and some that have had loved ones gone because of this pandemic. And that hurts. That really does hurt. Um, but at the same time, it's like thinking about where I am and what I've done. I mean, my God, you know, just been so blessed with those three things, John, really all those things. Same question. What about you? I am thankful for pretty much everything. <laughs> Nothing's given. Yeah. Uh, no, to be honest, you're you're absolutely right. Like I'm I'm extremely extremely blessed to have the job that I have. Yeah. To have the the connections that I have. The the, the people around me are top notch people. Mm. Um, I'm extremely thankful for that. We we will actually be meeting. You know one of these amazing actually probably more than one uh top-notch people in our podcast because we're we're confirming people for for stuff yeah but that i'm totally just blessed to be around great people mm. second thing viewers of this on youtube BitChute, i am absolutely thankful like i i couldn't imagine yeah. that the amount of people that watch this yeah like, that even that even are as passionate about it because a view is the same as what we try to do, and I I'm blown away. Like I got news today about our bit shoot views are better than our YouTube views. It's amazing. I'm yeah. well, thank you for everybody. Like anybody yeah. that sat there and watched five seconds of this, thank yeah. you. Like, I can't thank you enough. Mm -hmm. Like I can't thank you enough. I can't thank Matt enough. I can't, I am just grateful to have this. Yeah. I'm also my family. Yeah. Uh, I'm very thankful to have my kids. My yeah. kids are a huge part of this podcast because mm. I don't know anything about technology and I got to run to them all the time. <laughs> they are behind the scenes. Trust me. There are, there are, there are children. They're not children at this point. I mean, they're, yeah. All, yeah. they're, 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 they're coming up. Well, they're definitely talented. I mean, you saw exactly. the open, right? I mean, my gosh, yeah. Even get us to where we're at. Absolutely. So I'm extremely thankful for the kids because we would not be even doing this if yeah. it wasn't for 
their brains. Yeah. Like, all right, old guys, do this. You know I mean? like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So super, super duper thankful. I think I'll just end that. Up. That's perfect. Yeah. No, yeah. It's I, you know, it's just you think back to all the blessings you've been you've been given this year, and then of course you're looking forward to next year. Of course, as we turn the calendar on this crazy crazy year that's for sure you know right around the corner is going to be christmas and then new year's it's like whoa how'd that happen but yeah yeah we're looking forward to what the next this next year is going to bring to two noobs talking for sure i mean oh yeah we're we're making moves we're We're definitely making moves so let's jump into the COVID talk and uh tell us what you what you've learned just an amazing thing um you know moderna of course announcing uh, that their vaccine has a 94.5% efficacy rate in protecting people in COVID. I mean, just in and of itself, that was amazing. When that, came, when that news came out, I, I was blown away by that news in and of itself to hear that a vaccine that was created in little less than 10 months has a 94% efficacy rate in their phase three clinical trials and phase three trials. Like you've got tens, if not hundreds of thousands of people volunteering for this and they're protected against this virus. It's really amazing. And it's a new technology that admittedly at first was, you know, you weren't quite, we weren't really quite sure what to make of this. We weren't quite sure like what is messenger RNA. So what you're seeing on screen is basically a PDF copy of an article I found from Business Insider. And if you haven't gotten a chance to go to that website, go there. It's a fantastic website. They've got everything, uh, what's going on basically in the tech world, business world, whatever the case may be, and of course in science. And the fact that this headline that they have that their <laughs> Moderna's vaccine was designed in two days – I mean, it's just utterly remarkable. And then, of course, over here, you see, like, here's a, an example of how messenger RNAs work. And I'll just leave that on screen for everyone to see uh, from start to finish. But it really is amazing, John, when you stop to think about this, that a vaccine that would have taken years to make now is pretty much shrunk down to less than a year. I mean, well, let's... Let's think about that. Let's talk about that for a minute. It's it's crazy to 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 see science um be given the ability, yeah. first of all. Because it's one thing like in, in the business world, science always falls behind the dollar because it, it, it costs money. Like that's where grants come from. And we didn't know there were jumping sharks many years ago until the Discovery Channel and people were able to put money behind that. And then we were able to see this amazing thing. This is, I think, the same thing we're going towards a vaccine. Um, President Trump and his administration, not, you know, taking sides, but he was like, hey, we need to focus money over here. Mm -hmm. And it looks like it's working out. Yeah. It really does. It looks like they're, they're doing stuff that I've never seen before. I'm not a scientist, but all those words... It makes sense, but you know what I mean? Like, it seems like scientists are doing what scientists are supposed to do. I think right here is the pretty much like the key article, again, from Business Insider. The experimental vaccine, this messenger RNA vaccine, was also far more effective than, effective than expected. 
the FDA had said that it would likely approve a vaccine if it was half, you know, basically 50% effective. They would have been like, okay, that's good. Can you imagine if it was 50% effective? Yeah. The amount of people that would be like, yeah, you know what? I'm not quite sure if I really want to go 50. 50, 50 shot doesn't sound right to me. No, that's, I don't play Russian roulette. I don't think. No. <laughs> but the fact that they've got it up to 94 Port, you know, 94 and a half to 95% effective. Pfizer, of course, also has their candidate, again, messenger RNA vaccine, where they're saying that it's also 95% effective. The only difference with them is they've got to make it in a much cooler and colder temperatures, uh, storage-wise, that kind of thing. And so thank God we have things like dry ice <laughs> more than anything else. Well, I'm more thankful for dry ice at this point. Exactly, exactly, yeah, yeah. But I mean... You know, and talking over here on the right side of your screen where you're thinking about like, okay, so how, what is messenger RNA? Well, this kind of breaks it down in five really simple steps where, you know, you're looking at the virus, you see the sequence of the code of the virus, and then essentially the messenger RNA is essentially like genetic material that tells cells how to make proteins. So they're able to manufacture this in a vaccine, inject it into the person's body. That person then knows or the body knows that it's a spike protein which is one of the main cogs as you will of a virus and we can go through all of that but that's what essentially like a spike protein is it basically attaches itself to a lung or whatever but what this vaccine does is that it basically stimulates the immune system to produce an antibody against it so if you really stop to think about that in and of itself it's utterly remarkable. And that's one of my favorite phrases I love to use. But the very fact that we've got researchers, doctors, scientists, th they were able to sequence the code to this virus and then make a vaccine that essentially replicates it and that the body then can go in and with 95% effectiveness protect you against COVID. So long masks, so long state lockdowns, it's not going to be long. You know what I mean, John? Hopefully, we can get we can get to that point. I, I think we will. I think yeah. we will. Full on. I don't. I live in a state that is very different from that state. So I think what I I personally in in my life every day see that it's a lot closer. Yeah. And people might in PA because of of ridiculous lockdowns that we don't need to speak about. But mm -hmm. I don't I don't agree with them. Um, Especially that we're we're science is coming along. Yeah, this is going to be we're going to get back to normal. I have a I have a total feeling about that. We we totally are. This isn't this isn't a death sentence for anybody. No, no. I mean, and that was probably the most important thing for me. It was not only is it protecting those against it, but it's save, going to save people's lives. Yes. And then it's and like you're also talking about like, yeah, you're also talking like St. Jude's. Yeah, they're creating. The one thing I will totally say, and the one thing that, that makes me angry, but I will say very commonly, the one thing that makes me angry about media and politicians mm -hmm. is they don't think about that. No. And that's, it's about saving lives. It's about keeping everybody alive. It's about being a part of the solution, not the problem. Not and the problem. a lot of politicians, and you can call out whatever name you want, it doesn't matter. Yeah. But a lot of politicians are a part of the problem. They're not a part of the solution. Mm -hmm. And that's, yeah. that's where I get frustrated with everything. 
I echo that frustration, John, because it's like I, I can remember um, in the early days of the pandemic, probably June, July, uh, you know, the caseloads were going down and whatnot, but I was on a, um, I guess it was a, you know, kind of like Zoom call or whatever with like, uh, a, I guess it was like San Francisco City College or something like that. It was a medical college in San Francisco. And one of the hosts openly said, look, if science and politics get into a war, you know who's going to win. Politics are going to win, not science. Okay. Well, science has won. Science has won with this vaccine, finally, and we should give, talk about being thankful. This is one thing we can definitely be thankful for. Absolutely. And you just, you just ignore a politician. A politician just talks and talks and talks and talks. <laughs> Not much is being said. You know, well, let me just take a shot because I'm going to take another shot. Or you tell Illinois to lock down and then you fly to Mississippi to go have Thanksgiving. Yeah. Going to touch on that, but I'm just going to say I'm going to share my screen a little bit because there's some good news for uh, parents and children. Absolutely, thankfully, because uh, I worry. I actually worry about stuff like this because I I love children. Children should not be scared out of their mind. Mm -hmm. So we're going to go to this story, which uh, Fauci has come out. Thankfully, mm -hmm. you know because you didn't do it with the Easter Bunny. Um, it's good news. Yeah. This is this is the news that you should be giving. This is the news that should be happening. So apparently Santa is innately immune to COVID-19. Yeah. So as he flies across the world and delivers presents to everybody. Mm -hmm. Yep. It's not going to be that big of a deal. Yeah. So we just got this right here. Just look. Santa is exempt because he is full of all the good qualities. He has a lot of good innate immunity. Yeah. And Santa is not going to spread affection. Infection, sorry, said that wrong, uh, to anybody, yeah. which is awesome. That's something if you've got a small child or you got a, you know, yep. you got someone that's doubting Christmas and is afraid of Christmas, thank you. Dr. Fauci, yeah. you know I don't like you, but thank yeah. you for actually coming out and doing something right for humanity. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But yeah, I, I, I can't help but wonder, John, thinking about what you just said. How many kids have that thought? Oh my God, am I going to get Santa it's, infected? And it's not okay. It's yeah. not. And I've always the least thing you want to put in a kid's mind. Yeah. Yeah. Human fear is the worst thing ever, but mm. the fact that it gets passed along to children is the worst thing. I think the worst thing that human beings can do. I really, that's just the way I think. Like, I, I'm scared daily. I have anxiety daily, daily, but you, you can't, you know what I mean? Like when your lights are getting shut off because you don't have money, the last person that needs to know that is the child. Yeah. That's the way I feel. Absolutely. So yeah. not that that happens, you know, I know that happens to people and please just, we all need help. We all need, you know, we all need steps forward. But it's I'm just essentially saying. one burden that a child doesn't have to carry. Yes. Or a guilt that they have to carry because what this pandemic, I think when you look back on it,
when when we pass the corner. And it's not a question of if, it's a question of when. No, it's when. Yeah, it's absolutely when. When we look back on this, we're going to be really, we're going to look on this as like a foolish time because the amount of undue stress that we placed on ourselves really was unnecessary for a lot of people. Absolutely. And, and, and the funny part, not funny as haha, like we've done this on the podcast before. The funny as irony is that nobody, literally nobody, there's nobody in this world that walks out of their house, goes to their car, mm. and is like, I'm going to affect 30,000 people. They're, that, that's only in movies. That's not real life. Yeah. Inherently, most people are good. You have a very small Mm-hmm. The FBI even has, they have literature about this. Yeah, yeah. Innately, most people are good. Well, think about this too, John. Like, if you think about, you know, we talked about the infection fatality rate for, you know, a couple podcasts ago. And looking at the scale of the pandemic, of this pandemic compared to history, it's on the low end. And we're very fortunate in that regard with the vaccines are going to be rolling out in December. We're very fortunate in that regard that it was not a 1918 pandemic. Now, is that because of the lockdown measures? I don't think so. But it was more of, you know what? If we have to wear a mask on, wear a mask. We did what we did. We did what we did. Some people think we did it wrong. Some Mm -hmm. people think we did it right. You can't really argue, but... Coming out, I think that's where we need to focus more on is coming out of the pandemic of, of realizing that yeah. we're all people. Like, not because that guy in Walmart didn't want to wear a mask, he's not trying to kill you. Exactly. He just doesn't believe in what he was told. Mm-hmm. And you can have choices in this life. And I, and I get it. Like, I, I, I mask up every time I go into a store. Do I really believe that it's going to, it's really for my benefit? Mm-hmm. I don't think it's for my benefit. I'm doing it for everybody else's benefit. Absolutely. A, I don't want you freaking out because I'm yeah. in Walmart trying to buy cereal. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want you to be worried about human contact. Yeah. So I just do it. Do I think it's real? I, no, I don't. But I'm not going to be that guy mm-hmm. that's going to run into a building and yell fire that's not what i do that's not how i operate exactly and that's that's what i want to get across with COVID. i think most people are doing that Mm -hmm. because they don't believe in some of it yeah and you know people believe in some of it and that's okay yeah because we're all we're all in it together but we're all going to have a difference of opinion absolutely and the difference of opinion is okay yeah. Yes. It really is. It like, really is. Yeah. I have no problem with, you know, anybody telling me how serious this virus is. Mm-hmm. I also have no problem telling you that I don't think it's as serious as people think it is. Based, based on the but data that okay. I have. Yeah. That's also okay. Mm-hmm. Because we both, we both learn from different trees. Oh, yeah. And, oh, that's, I, oh, okay. yeah. and that's also okay. And we've gone through it together, of course, on this podcast, talking about, well, the data shows it's not as horrible, bad as people had thought it was going to be. And that is a 
That's not to knock anybody. That's to say this is a really, really good thing, but it's not as severe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, let's move on, John. Yeah, we beat that to death. Let's let's go. Let's 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 dive into this wonderful veterans memorial that you found in the state of Arizona, which I didn't know about. But I, I didn't even know this thing existed. Yeah. One sec. This was on my Instagram that I saw this. But what we're looking at right now is this is a veterans memorial. Um, thank you for everybody. In my family, not in my family. Anybody is listening. If you served a second in yep. any armed forces, Absolutely. I don't care what it is. There is no, there is no level of oh well, I had to or I. It, what? Thank you. Did, yeah. it, did you took time out of your life to do something for yeah. humanity? Love everybody to death. Absolutely. You'll never hear me say a crossword. Hmm. But let's get into this a little bit because I didn't know this existed. When I saw this existed, this is I, – I need to go. I'm, like, yeah. planning now to go because I have to go. <laughs> yeah. uh, so at 11-11 on November 11th, the sun perfectly aligned with this veteran memorial at 11-11 a.m. each Veterans Day, mm. which is crazy to me. Because Veterans Day falls on different days because the calendar and that's like a whole other thing. I don't know how they did this. So this is a ton of science. Oh, yeah. And a ton of artistic. Whoever came up with this, I, I didn't, I couldn't do the research to find out who did this. Yeah. Damn, you're smart. Oh, yeah. Um, so what happens is the sun rays actually pass through these five armed services pillars yeah. lighting up. The great seal of the United States. That's remarkable. Yeah. That's one of the coolest things I've ever seen yeah. in my life. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, like, I I can't even, I stumbled when I saw, I was like. You kind of go, what the heck? Yeah. Like, yeah. wow. Yeah. That is, yeah. like, whomever did, whomever did this is. It, it's really remarkable. I've, I've, I lost words. Yeah, no, it's remarkable. Yeah, it's great. I mean, it's, I mean, you know, and I think you have a next tab over there, John, on your on your screen, talking oh, about it a little do. bit further. But, gonna, yep, here we yeah. go. That's what it looks like. I mean, and you could see you've got probably looking at it. You've got, of course, the American flag, but then you've got five separate pillars. You see them like five benches for each one of the armed services. I'm sure you got Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, Coast Guard. And then you've got your pillars, you know, basically coming down from here all the way straight down, and there's your great seal. So I, it must be an amazing uh, veterans memorial. I, I did not know this existed in the state of Arizona at all. Of course, like you know my dad, who we're going to have on in the podcast. In the no, really looking forward to that. I think he will love this. I think he would love this too, knowing about it. He probably knows about it more than anything else, but just didn't realize or, you know, just didn't tell me about this. But I'll have to ask him about it when I see him on Sunday. Oh, no, absolutely. Absolutely. But it's really amazing in the fact that, you know, the joy that our country has towards our veterans, towards those that served in our country. I, and, and I think I wanted to kind of bring this up as well, because there's always been a confusion, I think, for many that aren't in the military 
of there are three pretty much like three days reserved for like uh, the armed services, and they are Memorial Day, Armed Armed Forces Day, and Veterans Day. So Memorial Day is to remember those that have died in all wars that the United States has been involved in. Doesn't matter if it's Civil War, Revolution, the entire history of the American, the entire history of our country, we honor the dead during those days. It's not a, you know, okay, the, it's the unofficial kickoff of the summer. That's, that has always annoyed me being in the military, being in the family, in the military family. It's kind of like, well, yeah, okay. But it's really to honor the dead of those that have died. Armed services or armed forces day are basically reserved for those that are actively serving in our country. So if you see a person in uniform and you run into them on that day, go up to them, shake their hand, thank them for what they do. Thank them all the time. Don't get me wrong. But specifically on that day, thank them. And then veterans day is of course, anyone that has served in our country that is retired. So you basically just thanking those veterans that have served yes. during multiple, you know, uh, yeah, deployments or whatever. Yeah. We have a lot of them close to us. Yeah. So that'll be like, that's always something that, you know, you have to continue to keep reminding people, but it's something I wanted to kind of put together on this podcast to kind of say, no, those are the differences between each one of those three days. You don't thank a veteran on Memorial Day. That's not really appropriate. That kind of thing. You know, or you don't remember someone that died on Veterans Day. That's kind of weird. You know, you know that, that that's but every day in between those those three hundred and sixty-two mm-hmm. days. You should probably thank everybody that has ever stepped foot in uniform or in another country just to help America be as free as it is yeah. that we can speak this way on a podcast and not be censored and not be told what to do. There are countries in this world oh, yeah. that you can't do what we are doing right now. Mm-hmm. You can't talk about the military. You can't talk about the disease. You can't talk about helping people. Mm-hmm. There are places in this world that that doesn't exist. Oh yeah. That you can't, you shut up and you do what you're supposed to do. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So, and we live in a country where my opinion and Matt's opinion is actually taken on by other people. And they look at it and go, well, that's his opinion. That doesn't happen all over the place. No, it does not. People lose that really quickly. Living so free, people lose that a lot. Absolutely. Because it can be taken away immediately. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, just, I, I think probably the one encouragement that I would say is, you know, for for those that are listening to this podcast that aren't quite sure, like, really what to do uh, in terms of thanking a veteran, it's, you know, because they're not easily picked out. Sometimes you'll see them, like, they'll wear a lot of hats that will say, like, oh, I served in the Korean War, I'll serve, or I served in World War II, which is the greatest generation, hands down, forever, uh, for all time. But then you'll see a Vietnam veteran. Make sure to thank the Vietnam veterans because they did not get thanked when they came home. In fact, they were spat upon by a lot of people that were upset over the entire war to begin with. Unjustly got criticized because 
you know, because they lost in Vietnam. That was not their doing. Thank those veterans that served our country. They get slighted a lot. They got slighted, not a lot. They got slighted immensely when they came back home. But they deserve all of our thanks now. And it's important to do that now. I think about like now, John, when, you know, when we're like, knock on wood, when we're in our 70s, 80s, it'll be guys like that served in Desert Storm, the Iraq mm -hmm. War, you know, the War on Terror, all that kind of stuff. It'll be those guys that'll have the stories, hey, this is what I did, hey, this is what I did, all that kind of stuff. So it's going to be anybody, interesting. Yeah. Anybody that has done anything, it doesn't yeah. matter if they went to boot camp and they were ejected out in six days. Yeah. The fact that you even tried for that, you have my absolute respect. Right back at you. Yeah. Absolute respect. Yeah. But, and always continue. And if you can, do whatever you can. Like, the, the VA apparently is getting so much better because it was so mishandled oh. for so many years. Um, me and Matt, we'll, we'll talk about that um, coming up in a, in a couple podcasts um, with your father. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll touch base on that. Like, sure. Yeah, like, Absolutely. Cool. How much better it's gotten. There are places that you can you can donate and you can help anything. Mm -hmm. um, but the VA is getting much better. Yeah. Which is great. So yeah. it really is. I, I just wanted to put that out there because I think that's very important. Like if people don't know what to do, yeah. you know, love. Just show love. Yeah. Just show even if it's like love. if you bump into somebody in a coffee shop and they're wearing the uniform. Shake their hand. Go up, extend a hand. You may not get a shake. You may not get it back, but it's like, hey, thank, thank you. you for your service. That's all you have to say. That's all you have to say. Just yeah. I want to thank you for your service to the country. And sometimes you get a thumbs up. You're welcome. Thank you. You know that kind of thing. So I'm I'm super I'm super used to that because I I I live in the area of three military bases. Oh yeah. It's not. It's not. Um uncommon yeah. for me to run into a soldier like, yeah. literally it's not like literally it's not yeah. i live amongst three bases yeah so yeah it's 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 a simple just a, a nod a thank you yeah i'll hold a door for him absolutely or her like literally like like you just do do something yeah be a okay. part of what they are a part of and you will get you will you you'll do more for the community because you're just making that person's day, and that person is sacrificing their life for you. Absolutely. Because yeah. when when soup to nuts, we go to war. You're not going. He's going. He's going. Yeah. yeah. Immediately without thought process. Yeah. He's not like, well, I gotta you know pay my mortgage, or I have to do this, or I have to do that. Like I can't go yet because what we all deal with every day when they're called, they go. Oh yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Without, Thank without God them. they do. Thank God they do. Yeah. Oh my we God. We'll be where we were without them. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, we're going to wind down here a little bit, but we're going to talk about the living Grin foundation. And this is something that John and I have been involved with over the last eight years um, with our good friend, Steve Murray. Um, and we wanted to raise their website to everyone's attention on this podcast. John, talk about Living Room Foundation 
talk about the Alex Murray game. Let's let's go a deep dive into that. Yo, absolutely. I don't know much about Livingren because Steve could probably talk about this a little bit better. Uh, but what I wanted to do was bring it up because we should have been playing a hockey game yesterday, mm. but because of COVID restrictions in PA, we're not. And what I wanted to bring up is that this is this is a place in which our friend who is coming up on our podcast will be doing it doing a live NHL preview with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he donates to this um, and donates the proceeds of the Alex uh, Mary Memorial game mm-hmm. for seven, eight years. I can't even remember how long. It's, it seems like for well, my entire been, life. Yeah, this would have been our eighth annual game if we had played it. Absolutely. Okay, so good, good, good memory. Um, <laughs> Alex Murray as a person. Let's just get into Alex Murray as a person. Well, not as a person, because mm-hmm. I barely knew him, but I played hockey with him yeah. for uh, five or six years. He was a defenseman on my line for a while, and I love that kid. That kid is awesome. Yeah, uh, yeah he made me feel real safe out there. I'll just say that. <laughs> he, made me, he made me. He made me a better player. And yeah. a better team leader mm. because he knew he knew what I was all about and he knew how to play off that. Yeah. And I loved playing with him. Yeah. I absolutely loved, I loved, we used to do this, to just I would skate through the middle and I would just drop it between my legs and let him take a slap shot. Mm. And a lot of guys who play hockey with me know that I would sacrifice by opening my legs. You could shoot through if you needed to. I wasn't worried about that. Me and him perfected that one year, and that was fun mm-hmm. because I'm not a tall guy. He's a real tall guy, and just that talent that he had was just—it was fun to play with. That we had a lot of fun. We, you know, we got roughed up a little bit, and we threw some punches mm-hmm. at other people uh, <laughs> again because he knew who I was. Yep, and he knew he knew. He was just that good of a human. He got mm. it. Mm. He just got it. Yeah. Like, it wasn't who he was. Like, he's not – he wasn't running out, like, wanting to punch people every day. But mm. when you're playing hockey and he knew the physicality, he yeah. understood how to protect his people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's kind of what I was trying to say. Like, he knew how to protect his people. Yeah. I remember Alex um, primarily when I, I didn't play along you, you know, with you guys, uh, and I I regret that a little bit because it's like oh I really wish I would have like stuck with it, um, you know, with with your team, John. Um, but at the same time, I was there when you guys first won the championship, and it was it was a great day. Uh, got a chance to celebrate with you guys afterwards. But I remember Alex uh, really as uh, I mean he was a good kid. Uh, worked really hard. You could tell the talent was coming. I remember playing with him and his brothers. God, it seemed to be almost every Saturday night yeah. uh, at the Abington Junior High School parking lot. We would just invade that parking lot, set up a goal, and we would just play from like 7 to 10 at night. I mean, it was just like, like that's what we were Yeah. He was 10 or 11, and he was like – And he was out there. Yeah. On our level. Yeah. Yeah, and you could, but you could tell he was, you could tell he's getting better and better each and every each and every year. 
Um, and it, he started to really kind of get in the form. And then, you know, you, like you said, you know, he's, you formed a great combination with him. You can't ask for any better than that when you're out there, uh, when you're out there playing. But, yeah, it's like I remember Alex is like – he was a good kid, worked really hard. Um, it was sad when he, you know, when he left us, um, yeah. you know. And I know for a fact if he were alive today, he would have loved the fact that the Eagles won the Super Bowl. He was a huge, huge Philadelphia Eagles fan. And it was like, you know, that's the one regret I wish he could have seen is that Super Bowl championship. But at the same time, it's like I remember him for being just a, a real – he was a good kid, and uh, like I said before, and uh, just getting better and better each and every time he would step out onto the – on the roller rink, on the ice, whatever the case may be. Uh, but, yeah, the Lindgren Foundation really helps those that are struggling with drug and alcohol abuse, and that's what Alex really struggled with, unfortunately. Um, but this this organization does such a great job in terms of helping those people that go through something like that to get them on the right side of recovery. And I believe like um, Steve's father serves on the board of directors, if I'm not mistaken, Beautiful. Uh, was one of his callings. I think he was just like, you know what, I want to do this. I want to, you know, help the, um, you know, the, the local area. And I think they live, I think they are in Northeast Philadelphia or something like that. But yeah, that's a great site. We're going to put that in our show notes. We encourage everybody that's listening to this to check that website out and to donate. It is a terrific, terrific organization to help a lot of people that are really struggling with that. And especially, you want to talk about now, oh my gosh, coming off the, you know, we were talking about the pandemic and all that kind of stuff. They are probably going to get inundated with a lot of people. So donate to that organization this holiday season well, it's one of, it's one of the best we've we've done it every year and we will continue to do it um, absolutely no. not not stopping on that at no. all it's no just a beautiful you know thanks for you know letting me share some memories because i didn't even know i had them uh, <laughs> I, knew I, I didn't know why but that was cool that i got that i appreciate that thank you matt no problem yeah no problem man yeah, that was – I mean, it's always been a joy to play in that game. I, I think I took one year off just to take a break from it. But it was, um, you know, just going back to NERC, it was like, whoa, okay, Northeast Regional. I, I was just like, wow. In some ways it's changed and in other ways it hasn't, you know, that kind of thing. And uh, But it's always neat to see everybody. And we all joke around. We all have a lot of fun. And, oh, yeah. and we're not like what we once were. We all know that. But it's like, you know what, we just have a blast. You know, we're donating to this – great organization and it's i mean last time last time we played i hit matt and he was like why'd you do that and i was like i don't even know uh <laughs> I'll, never, I'll never forget i'll never forget the one time you and i were warming up and you might remember this john you and i were warming up and i tried to pass the puck to you to you know to go in and shoot on goal and it was a little bit too far for you and i've ever hear you i've never hearing you say oh yeah that's a little too far you know <laughs> Just, just, like, sorry, I'll, John. <laughs> I'll pull my own card. I threw my hand up in the last game I ever played to catch a a clearing pass. Oh gosh! And it hurt my hand, and I I quit. I went into the locker room. Uh, <laughs> I like my hands are important in my job. Exactly. I can't just jump up and grab a puck. Puck anymore? Younger. Not <laughs> happening. 
Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's like, sometimes I wonder, like, even when I play in that How game, I ever... also play in the ice hockey game at the end of the year, the old man's winter classic we talked about. And I'm like, these kids are just flying, man. And I'm just sitting there kind of going, Let's hope if you want to get by me, get by me. You know what I mean? Go ahead. You know, I'll just do whatever you want. I don't care. <laughs> Hopefully you keep producing these kids. Get them out there and play. And yeah. It's a great sport. It's, it's my oh. favorite sport ever. It's a great sport. It is. 100%. So that wraps up episode number seven of Two Noobs Talking. John, where, do, where can people find us? It seems like they can find us everywhere, but where can they find us? Oh, well, absolutely – we're gonna go. We're gonna go YouTube first, BitChute and Rumble. That's our video. Mm-hmm. We are working towards other things. Um, so soon, you probably will get us on um, Spotify or or Apple. Hopefully, soon, maybe end of the year. But definitely, YouTube, BitChute, Rumble is where you find us. Uh, thank you, BitChute. Thank you, YouTube. Anybody that has watched this at all, thank yeah. you so much on this. Uh, also, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, uh, Parlor. We're, I think we're all over. I, but there's some things I don't even know we have. I think we have uh, that we don't manage well enough. But <laughs> <laughs> we're taking advantage of all social media channels. We're trying. We're if, trying. If social media, you could probably find us. That's right. And That's if you right. can't, please comment below. Subscribe because, like, right down there yeah somewhere at the end of the video you can subscribe <laughs> it's a thing right down there yeah. um hit that notification you? bell hit the notification bell to be alerted to any yes, new like videos that we put out like those were dumb it doesn't matter yeah. it's awesome yeah exactly <laughs> That's what we, want. we always have fun doing it and uh yeah it's like we're looking forward of course the next week and of course we're going to be doing a post show Probably in the next day or so. So we'll, you know, we'll recap this show and we'll talk about what's going to happen next week. And Absolutely. Uh, yeah, it should be a lot of fun. So, John, I think there's one more thing before we sign off. I, I don't know. Is there something we don't want to, you know, you know, I'll try not to. Talk to y'all later. <laughs>